Hey, you guys. Happy Monday. Oh, this is so exciting. I love the weekends in December. It's just so cheerful and exciting and jolly. Yes. So <laughs> guys, grab your drink. We have some great stuff to talk about today. It's your girl, Megan Marie. Let's go. So I want to talk to you guys today about one of my favorite things, and it's kind of a lead into one of my absolute favorite topics. I have to say I am definitely a goal setter. I have so many different goals for so many things, and it helps out with a lot of my lifestyle and my daily activities. But the goals that I've accomplished wouldn't have even been possible if I didn't set habits. So that's what I want to go over today with you guys. I real quickly, by the way, am not going to lie to you. I had a long day (laughs) at work and finally here able to sit down and just look at my notes and I am sipping on tea. I have some chamomile here with a dash of cinnamon in it. So I love tea. It's just super calming and relaxing. But I hope you guys have your drink because, again, we have so many good things to go over. Grab a notebook, pen, paper, whatever you got, and let's go. So, again, for me personally, for me to hit my goals, I have to have things wrote down. I have to have habits. I have to just have some organization in my life. And... I'm just going to share with you guys a few things uh, that helped me along this journey, which, by the way, I am super happy to share these because a lot of these things that I originally did in the first place apparently are common because I read this book called The Tiny Habits Method, and it's by BJ Fogg. I highly, highly recommend you guys check it out. It is again, just incredible. And it helped me just kind of like, again, have the light bulb go off and solidified that I was doing the right thing. So again, if you guys are setting some new goals for the upcoming year, let's go ahead and go over a few things you should probably consider doing in order to reach those goals. Those goals. Uh, one, setting your tiny habits to fulfill bigger dream goals. So I'm just going to run through all the notes that I took through here that really just dinged with me from this book. I loved that because, again, when you guys write things down and break down your goals, they're easier to accomplish. So, again, if you're wanting to get that new dream vehicle, lose that massive weight, well, you're going to have to break it down. And by setting tiny habits, you can fulfill that bigger dream. Uh, That definitely helps me with not just work, but exercise, relationships, personal living, just so many things. Uh, The first and serious and mandatory mandatory rule, excuse me, is to wake up immediately every morning saying, today is going to be a great day. That's just mandatory. Every morning you guys get up, you have to start with a positive attitude and before you even reach for your phone, before you guys do anything, turn the TV on, the radio, whatever you do, just lay there, inhale, and tell yourself and solidify to yourself, today is going to be a great, great day. 
because it can. You guys have full control on how you can make your day happen because you can control your attitude about it. So make sure you tell yourself that every morning as soon as you wake up. Now, keep in mind, change happens when we feel good. I mean, it could happen from a shocking or negative moment, like when you hit rock bottom or stepped on the scales and seen a number that you never in a million years thought you would actually tap out to. I just told you guys on my last podcast about a week ago, yeah, Wednesday, when I tapped out at 250. And now after starting keto, I finally lost all this weight. And I think that's what it was for me was seeing this picture and this negative moment that just hit me. But again, if you guys want to make that change, you have to, you know, feel good, you're going to have to want it in order for it to actually like take place. Um, so keep in mind, for the change to be long term, it's going to have to have positive energy and thoughts. So if you feel like you should do something, it probably isn't going to last. But if you want to change, then it will last. I seen that picture of myself and I wanted so badly deep inside to be better. I wanted to feel better. I wanted to look better. I wanted it bad. I didn't feel like I should do it for somebody or anyone. I wanted to. Same goes for work. I didn't feel like I should do it for other people. I wanted to succeed so I didn't have to depend on anybody. So that's the big difference that you guys can consider when it comes to change. Is again, in order for it to be long term, you have to have positive energy and positive thoughts and really want it deep inside. Again, always, always write it down and put it somewhere that you see every single day, whether it's your car, your refrigerator, your bedroom. This is, again, number two, if you guys are writing things down, I'm sorry, I can be scatterbrained, but I personally have two calendars. I have one in my office. I've got one in my kitchen. I've got post-its galore. A lot of people who know me know that I am post-it queen. So I am constantly writing things down on sticky post-its and putting them in my car because again, that for me helps remind me every day places that I'm going into that I have to do something. I put them purposely in places that I will be so I can see them even when I get super busy. I know I'm going to be going to the restroom, so I put them on my bathroom wall. I know I'm going to be going to the kitchen to eat, so I put them on the fridge. I know I'm going to be getting in my car every day, so I put them all over my car as well. So again, always write it down and put it somewhere when it comes to your habits or your goals and make sure that they're somewhere you can see every single day. Um, again, I stated earlier that you have to have a dream goal first before breaking it down and it has to truly motivate you. This can't be just some, oh yeah, I would like to have a million dollars someday. No, this needs to be something so, so big and deep inside that it actually makes your knees shake. I'm not lying. If... If it's not making you just shake and get teary-eyed or super emotional, then it's not a serious dream goal of yours just yet. And an example, 
for me, the weight loss was so important to me because I wanted so, so badly to just love what I looked like in the mirror. For me, I just... I was tired of looking in the mirror and just being so disappointed with how I looked. I just, I wanted to be happy within myself. And that's just one example. But then also, I wanted the opportunity to be healthier, to have children. I kept getting told that, you know, with my overweight and the previous issues that I've had, children are not going to be an option for me. And I'm going to have to lose weight if I ever want to make that consideration. So again, it's something that's super, super deep and important inside that means the world to you and just makes you shake. So make sure you write down that dream, ultimate, ultimate, serious goal of yours. And we're going to break it down and go over goals at a later call but at least figure out what that dream goal is for you first and then we can break it down so that we can go ahead and make these habits. Now, another thing, uh, that was three, by the way, four. (laughs) Emotions create habits, not repetition. Like for me, I have to lay out my workout clothes the night before sometimes if I want to get an early workout in or go to spin class. It just kind of gets me excited or I can create a menu for lunch and do meal prep on Sundays so that I can get myself prepped for the week or even with my work right now, I can call a client who's been paid and just have them tell me what it meant to them for us to pay them. And what that does to me is give me the emotion inside And that emotion causes me to get excited about going forward and putting effort and action into reaching my goal, which is a habit. Because again, emotions are required in order for you guys to accomplish those goals because it has to mean something to you. Whether again, it's a weight loss plan, put your, do what I did, put your workout clothes the night before, pick out your cute outfit. And make sure it's out in front of you so when you wake up, it's there and you know that you need to get dressed and ready to go to the gym. If you're going to meal prep, do the meal prep. Or if you're going to work, go back to your purpose, you know, find why you like what you do and why you started in the first place so that it brings back that emotion to you and gives you that drive to want to go back. Five, you definitely want to celebrate with tiny accomplishments. So I can tell you, first of all, when it came to the weight loss, every time I'd lose 10 pounds, I would award myself with like a really nice nail feel, pedicure, or get my hair done. You can take pictures and put it on social media, uh, dance around, pat on your back. I mean, everyone's different. Just do something that makes you happy. But you have to reward yourself. Because it just keeps the energy alive and it just makes it more fun. Because also, keep in mind, guys, you don't want this to be a sprint. You want this to be a marathon. Because this needs to be a lifestyle for you. Once you hit a goal, you always need to make another goal because you always want to strive to be better. Not saying you need to be perfect, but 
just keeping yourself active. There's always going to be different things in your life that you're going to want to accomplish. So keep it exciting. Again, life's a roller coaster. So feel free to celebrate those tiny accomplishments and just make it exciting for yourself. If you end up doing great at work, again, I what I would do sometimes is I would go out either for like a really nice dinner or I would reward myself with a trip. I love traveling. It's just it has to be something you enjoy too and that you don't get to do often because if it's something you do all the time, it's not going to mean a lot. I hope that helps out quite a bit as well. Number six, this one hurts a little bit. I'm not going to lie, but it did help. You have to redesign your environment. I loved, loved, loved this part of his book because I thought I was doing the wrong thing for a while when I was rearranging the people I was hanging around with. I, for the longest time, thought I was kind of being, I'm not going to lie, a douchebag. But it's just every time I was around certain people, I just wanted to party instead of go to work. Or I technically was talking trash and not having positive thoughts and having that positive energy that I wanted as a person. And it just wasn't healthy. And I, I knew it deep inside. I just didn't want to say anything. So when you redesign your environment, you have to understand your behavior is controlled by your environment. You have, I mean, you have to let go of some family or friends in order to accomplish those goals and hang out with that community or group or listen to things that are in tune with what you want to accomplish. So if you're wanting to be healthier mentally, don't be listening to, you know, negative music or negative social media memes or looking up negative social media posts or things like that. That's just going to cause you to constantly think negative. And on top of that, I mean, I know it hurts, but you have to do the uncomfortable to finally get comfortable or accomplish what you want. And if you're around people, whether again, it's friends or family that aren't supporting you and motivating, motivating you into the right direction, you're going to have to take a break for a while and just kind of step aside and even tell them like, these are my goals. I want to accomplish them. If you don't hear from me in 90 to 180 days, please understand it's not you. It's just me trying to accomplish something I really, really want. And, you know, even see if they can hold you accountable with it. Tell them to, you know, touch base and see if you're there yet and see like if you can accomplish it sooner, then maybe you can go back and see your group and share it with them. And maybe it might even just rub off on them and they'll want to do it too. But you just have to ban certain things from your home, your car, your life, just so you can get healthier. Like another example is when I started my keto, I knew for a fact bread was not going to help me on my keto or ice cream. And I love tostada chips. I love ice cream. (laughs) But the problem is those are loaded with carbs and sugars. So I just don't put them in my house anymore. It's, it sucks, but I just know it's because if they're there, I either wasted money from purchasing them because I can't eat them, or I will tempt myself to eat them. 
And that just ruins my keto diet. So I banned myself from allowing any tostada chips or ice cream in my home the first year of my keto. Uh, you know, the same thing goes for, like I had told you before, unfortunately, I quit hanging out with some people that I thought just were everything to me. It's just, I needed to do it for me. I knew deep in my heart that when I was around them, it wasn't making me feel better. I wasn't getting the support and the motivation that I wanted and needed to succeed. And it was really difficult because they would constantly call. And then they even at one point gave me the guilt trip. Well, you need to do this. Why aren't you doing that? You know, and again, communication is everything. Just whatever you do. Be honest with them and let them know that you personally are trying to do this for you and, you know, be vulnerable and even let them know why. And if they really are your friends and if they really do care about you, they will understand and respect it and hold you to that power. But if they don't, you're going to have to understand that they're not your close, close friends. They are acquaintances. And I know that's hard to take in, but it's something that you have to be honest with yourself about. It's just a part of this, again, lifestyle change in order for you to get healthy. So, and don't be upset. Who knows? You might be in a new environment and find um, the man or woman of your life. You might even find a new best friend that you consider the most amazing person in the world and be your new family. You don't know that until you try. But if you really want something, it's going to be difficult. You're going to have to make that attempt. Um, again, it doesn't mean that you can't have these things later. It just means that you can't have them right now until you hit your goal. Uh, number six, be competitive, but with yourself. Now I am guilty of this. I'm not going to lie. At first I would start off being a little guilty with myself, but then I would get a little competitive or not guilty. I would be competitive within myself, but then I would be a little competitive against other people. When you start to be competitive against other people and it changes your attitude, that can be a little unhealthy. So make sure to know how to catch yourself in this. But again, when you're competitive with yourself, you have to make sure that you're just pushing and better than what you did yesterday. I mean, there can be some mixed feelings about timing on habits and goals because you don't want to rush into it. Like I said, this is a marathon and a lifestyle change, not a crash diet or a sprint. You may have, um, you may have made it even, but can you keep doing it is really what you have to think about. You just ultimately want quality over quantity and you want to do it every single day. So make sure to track your habits, write down every single day and the next day, and when you write them down, the next day, try to beat it. So an example, like if you can't do a pull up, do it, write it down, but the next day, do it again, but try to go halfway or do number, do two of them. The day after that, if you can do two of them, try to do three. Just every single day, beat your goal from the day before. If you went out and worked and accomplished quite a bit day one, Go the next day and see if you can see more people or talk to more people. Just always be, again, competing with yourself from the day before. And 
keep a positive attitude about it. If you don't succeed and do better than what you did the day before, failure can be a great thing because you get to learn from it so that way you have a chance to grow. So don't ever think you're falling apart and this isn't going to work for you. Some, I mean, some days are going to be fantastic. Some days aren't. But again, you can only control two things. That is your attitude about what's happening and your effort. Whatever you do, just don't stop on yourself. This is about you and your goals and your dreams. So don't stop. And last but not least, number seven, guys, reach out. Like I told you earlier, you need to have an accountability partner. So tell some of your close friends or family or some of the people you have to distance yourself with when you talk to them on why or what's going on. Tell them to keep you accountable. Tell your best friend or the most closest person in your life what your goals are and share it with them and tell them that they need to reach out to you every day or every week and ask where you stand and if you're making it happen. And you can share it on social media. Uh, You can do, again, a podcast kind of like what I'm doing. Just make sure that you can see or find who that good accountability partner would be, even if it's a personal trainer or a mentor at work. Just find that accountability partner and share your goals and ask them to keep you on your toes because when you guys can sometimes even work together, that's sometimes the power that you might need to accomplish everything. But it will also keep you from having those negative thoughts because sometimes, again, when you have that one day that didn't work out like you wanted, it's easier to accept negative beliefs quicker than positive. So by having that accountability partner, it's good for them to come in and say, hey, have you done this yet? Well, yeah, this sucked today, but that doesn't mean tomorrow's not going to happen, so let's go. It's a way for them to give you that boost whenever you need it and vice versa. So that's just a few little things that at least I absolutely loved from his book that I also was doing. I didn't realize that were actually correct. Like again, (laughs) I've always been a goal setter big time. It's just, I've always, I've always been in this whole way of doubting myself from time to time. So reading his book was just so powerful because it helped solidify that I was doing something right. And it was just so awesome, but it was also a lot more clarity on more things that I can do. And it's helped me with so many things, you guys. I can't stress that enough. So I hope this helps you in some way. And if it does, please share that with me. And like I told you before, if you guys like this podcast, please like, follow, and even share it for me. I would love to get this out there and just do whatever I can to help anyone who's going through a tough time and maybe even just needed to hear this. Um, yeah, I'm just... Again, so thankful for each and every single one of you. And I can't thank you enough for listening to this. So again, if you are listening right now with all of my heart, thank you. I hope you guys have a beautiful Monday night. I will talk to you in a few days. Everybody stay cool. Cheers.